Hi, I'm Denise Bailey. And I'm Dr. Monica Parker. And you're listening to My Parents Are Now My Kids, a medical doctor's view and daughter's journey through memory loss and other dementias. As a doctor, I'll help you navigate through the often confusing, confounding, and frequently frustrating technical aspects of dementia. And as a daughter, I'll share with you some things I've experienced caring for and loving my parents who both struggled with these disorders. We want you to have hope and to see that there is light at the end of the tunnel. And we'll tell you that sometimes that light is coming straight at you and you just have to get out of the way. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our latest podcast. I am pleased to say that we are joined on this podcast by a very special person. Her name is Kimberly Faulkner. Kimberly is a board certified art therapist licensed in the United States in the state of New York with over a decade of clinical experience working with behavioral health populations as well as industry professionals. Her practice includes the creation and facilitation of art therapy groups ranging from mindfulness to the visual arts. She has presented at major regional and global conferences, including the International Phototherapy Conference in Turku, Finland. She founded Blue Monarch Creative to build environments centered in joy, crafting methods for wellness and community in the workplace and beyond. So, Kimberly, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. So what we're going to talk about today is art therapy as it relates to Alzheimer's and dementia and the benefits of art therapy for those suffering with Alzheimer's and dementia. So I will start simply by asking, what is art therapy and what is an art therapist? Basically, it's where psychological theory and the creative process meet. So and art therapy is a profession where people come with varied backgrounds. Um, some come from an art and an artist background, some are trained artists, and some come from a psychology background. And that's how I came into the field um, from the psychology route. Uh, my undergraduate degree was in psychology. And so Art therapy is where psychological theory and the creative process meet. We integrate the mental health profession with human services, and that comes into one. So we, as art therapists, help to support individuals, families, communities, um, and art making and the creative process. So an art therapist is a trained master's level clinician, and we work with all ages, all groups. Not everyone is um, desires to work with all ages and all groups, but we have a knowledge of um, the continuum of people working, people from all ages. And sometimes we choose to go to work with a different population or work with certain populations. Well, that sounds great because to me, it's something that every age group needs, you know, and can benefit from. 
but particularly I'm interested in those with Alzheimer's and dementia. And so I wanted to ask you, describe what an art therapy class would look like for someone with Alzheimer's and dementia. So um, if I'm going to work with a group, let's say on a memory care unit, which was one of my most enjoyable experiences working in a group, let's say on a memory care unit, my, my experience would be I'm bringing them something that they can feel as though they can master in a short period of time. So I may bring materials that will allow for an individual to explore. A lot of times it's the groups are, let's say, let's say an hour or hour and a half. And within that time, I want an individual to feel like they can explore. They can pick up materials that they can either just help with dexterity. I, I want an individual to look, explore materials where they have a sense that there's a connection. It could be um, generating a memory or they feel as if they can use material and master it in some way. Something that um, you said, and I think I understand what you're getting at, something that they can master in a short period of time, something that doesn't make them feel as though they are pressured. Yeah, yes, definitely. So they, so for instance, if I'm, if I bring to them a candle, battery operated candle, right. and we are just painting the outside of it so that, um, so they can illuminate, they can choose a word that they just want to illuminate. And I may just provide sticker, letter stickers, and they can put on, um, for instance, one person when I was working with them, they put joy on this candle and painted the rim. And it was a very simple activity, but they could ease, you know, with some help, sometimes people need some assistance. But with, I try to bring things that um, an individual can use with little, little assistance. Maybe they just need a little aid. But the felt experience is that I did this, I made this, and and also not to feel infantilized by the process. So they feel as though they've mastered something. And I, I just recall one person saying when we were making, I think it was a, an eye pillow, um, they said, I did this. I found out that I can do this. Like, did I make this? You know, and it's just like, there's just an awe, a sense of awe and gratitude for the experience. I remember when um, my father was still living and he would go to adult daycare, he would come home with all of these crafts that he had done. And he was so proud, you know, and I still have some of them that I will never get rid of. And it not only you know, kept him occupied, but it was a sense of accomplishment. It really was. There was something that someone had said to me, and I, and I, 
you know, when I was thinking about this topic and what we were going to talk about today, I I recalled something that someone had said to me. Um, they had shared. Usually after a group, I may write down a couple of quotes just so that I can remember what the experience was for someone. And someone said, um, can you please put my name on the bottom? I want to make sure in years from now, they know who it was who made this. I have a granddaughter who has the same first name as me, and I don't want them to get it mixed up. <laughs> but they, there was the, the sense of... Um, wanting, knowing that this can be a legacy for their family. And so that was, it was really touching to me. That That's uh, really touching. And as you know, and as in my experience, you know, with my parents and sort of being around people with Alzheimer's and dementia, some, as you have alluded to, have impaired language ability and are unable to verbally express their feelings. So this is another outlet, isn't it? Definitely. Um, one of the quotes that I, I I pretty much live by, and I try to remember every day, and that's the quote by Maya Angelou, is I've learned that people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, people will never forget how you made them feel. and Oftentimes, when I returned, uh, if I'm doing a group and I've returned once a month even, um, a lot of the, the individuals that I've been working with, they may not remember me directly, but they remember how they felt when they were in a group or in, um, in my presence. I'm not just saying in, just in my presence, but they, you know, people know how they we all know how we want to be treated. And so what I may bring, you know, if someone is nonverbal and they may not be able to, um, they may not have the dexterity to hold material. Sometimes I can just bring um, sensory material so they can feel something. They may touch something they which may just put a smile on their face, whether it's just showing, listening to old music, like music from their day, or, or just showing images from a time in, in their life where they may have experienced joy. So don't sell yourself short that you didn't make them feel good. You are a part of the art process. And they may not be able to verbally say that you did this for them, but you did. So they associate you with a warm feeling and something. And once again, they may not be able to verbally express it, but they just feel it and they know it when they see you. So that's a blessing in itself. And also it's a social thing, isn't it? Most definitely. What I enjoy so much is that if I bring materials and I say, this is what we're going to do. And when I notice that sometimes if someone is sitting next to someone who may need some assistance, I love to see where like there's just a community and they may show off their piece to their neighbor. 
We could listen to music while we're working. Sometimes people sing along. There's always a varied response. Some people have more frustration tolerance than others. But I, I definitely see that there's, uh, when we talk about our images, I usually give an invitation to share at the end. And, um, and it's really wonderful to see how they learn about one another. And one of, the, one of the quotes that I would often get is, you know, someone would say, thank you, I've learned something new today. And I love that and that, like, we can always learn something new, no matter where we are on this journey of life. And so um, just the fact that someone, you know, just so moved that they felt like they learned something. Um, and... They, you know, they may not hold on to that memory for the next day or the next hour, but in that moment, you know, I think it's really about being in the moment. Um, it's a reminder for me to just be in the moment. So I always, I feel honored to always um, to be in that space where I can give. That's uh, very important because dealing with people with Alzheimer's and dementia, it is about the moments. Um, those of us caregivers like myself sometimes forget and we try to go past the moment and try to bring them yeah. into our way of thinking. And a, a clinical therapist told me, and I had to practice this, is that don't try to bring my mother to where I am, go to where she is. And that's what your art therapy does. It goes to where they are. Exactly. And I, and I think, you know, I, I am just getting a snippet of the day, a snippet of their hour or a snippet of, you know, this moment. So I'm not with them throughout the entire, you know, 24 hours, 24, you know, seven. So I do recognize that I am coming in, you know, and I'm bringing something, let's say something new or something um, to engage with or distract for that moment of time. So I recognize, you know, that it's not, you know, there's my endurance is, is different. But what I do enjoy is if, I can bring, let's say, a family member. Like I know there was a family member who came to one of the groups and they were able to join in the process. And so they spoke about that afterwards and said, you know, I have not experienced my mother in this way in such a long time. It was almost like they were able to return to another part in time. And, um, and so... For that moment, they could see their mother laugh and and they could share in the experience. So I think for that, the art can bring that kind of um, a shared experience with family as well. It enhances their mood, doesn't it? It does, very much so. You know, I, I hear more, I, I definitely hear a lot of laughter or just it also, you know, if someone is, I imagine that, you know, some, there are stressors that are involved for an individual who may feel like they 
there are a myriad of experiences or feelings that someone may have. And I think for that period of time, it's a moment to relax. They may experience um, like just share memories. They may remember or learn that they really love using watercolor paint or writing, um, you know, there are lots of different things that, you know, we can do. And so it's just like, it opens someone's mind and spirit to, to try different things. And, and lastly, one thing I want to mention that it does all of the things that you just mentioned, which are terrific and wonderful, but there's one thing you probably know this, but I can relate it to my experience once again with my mother she had a stroke earlier this year and her physical ability on one side was diminished. But this art therapy can also boost their physical strength, can't it? Yes. And that's one of the things that, you know, like we, when we're thinking about what type of materials that we're going to bring into a group or working with an individual um, we have sometimes we have to modify. For instance, I come prepared with I have some, we're going to paint. I'll come with a a little um, a little ball like a like it's like a handball or something that you can stick the paintbrush through so that someone can hold the paintbrush and not feel like you know we all have challenges in some form or another, but we try to reduce the amount of challenges that someone may experience so that they can participate in um, let's say they want to paint they may not have the dexterity but we try to you know use a bigger piece of paper so that there's you know there's more space to move on the paper and so we try to account for some of those challenges or differences that they may experience currently they may be experiencing currently that they had not had in the past, but you know, so that they can still experience what it's like to use materials. And just whether, you know, I may cut out objects before I come so that we don't need to cut in the moment so that there's um, less chance of um, feeling that frustration for not being able to use. And, you know, obviously safety first. And finally, what would you tell a caretaker, caregiver like me, um, who's trying to debate whether art therapy is something that the person I'm caring for would benefit from. What would you tell me? I would ask yourself, what were some of the things that your loved one enjoyed doing in the past? You want to work with an art therapist. You may ask that the art therapist share experiences with your loved one, bringing materials to your loved one that they can observe and they may not actually participate in the art making, but they can, they can enjoy and um, appreciate looking at something that's um, creative. In the end, Art therapy is important. I believe it is. I think it's 
wonderful. If you had to just sort of sum up the reason art therapy is important to those and beneficial to those with Alzheimer's and dementia, what would you say? I wholeheartedly believe that the creative process is so vast that there's something for everyone. And if the experience is to allow for someone just to be in the moment and kind of remove the stressors from the day, then that, and then it's worth it. If it's about creating new memories for, you know, things that you want to hold on to, then it's wonderful. If it's about creating a legacy project with your loved one, then it's worth it. So there are so many ways in which we can meet an individual where they are. And sometimes it's just being present with our energy. So I think that there's, yeah, there's so many positive things that can come from just being present. Perfect. There's something for everyone and it's so worth it. Thank you so much for being with us today. That was perfect. Thank you. <laughs> I'm really honored. It was an honor. The honor was all mine. Take care. We love to hear from you. Please follow us on Twitter, MPMK at MPMK Podcast, and on Facebook and Instagram. My parents are now my kids. See you next time.